0: So I, I was talking to uh, Chris Olivero yesterday, my dear friend Chris, who at one point was my intern, and now for the last 15 years runs basically CBS, and uh, then it was Entercom, now I think it's Odyssey, I don't know. But he's in charge of all the, the, the stations here in New York, FBN, 1010 Wins, all that stuff. He goes, I got a guy in Philly, and um, they want to simulcast Giants and Eagles coming up, they know you do politics, and I was one of Chris, I love Chris, him and Chad Lopez, I love them both. So I said, sure. So I got an email from some guy named Greg Stocker yesterday, and I said, uh, let's do it. Let's, um, let's talk to these uh, folks in Pennsylvania. So one of the guys I really like in this business is a guy named Harry Mays. Harry listens to this show religiously, never misses a second of it, and uh, would love to be here, by the way. Uh, and he's a great sports talk show host, and he's out of Philly. So he texted me like 10 minutes ago, and he says, hey, wait a second. Are you, is, is my guy Nick Kale going to be on with you? <laughs> so that means that they must be talking about me over there in Philly. I don't know, because how would Harry Mays know that? And I know who Nick Kale is. He's a very talented guy. So with that said, this is a WPHT. These are animals and degenerates <laughs> in uh, Philadelphia. Uh, Nick Kale and the crew. Nick, good morning. It's Sid and Andrew. How are you, buddy? Sidney, good morning. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, it's good to uh, good to have you on the program, and I've known you for many years, and Harry just sent me a text a few minutes ago. And I got to tell you, Nick, I, I enjoyed nothing more when Eskin was still there and, and yep. um, or really all of you guys. They would bring me on when I was at the fan talk Eagles-Giants, mm-hmm. and I would speak about the Philadelphia people like you were worse than the Taliban, I swear to God. <laughs> and, and by the way, I was sincere about all of it. You really are. At that point, the seven hundred section, you had jails and judges and... Why is that? Why can't the fans in Philadelphia just be normal people, enjoy the game, without calling my mom the C-word 8 o'clock on a Sunday morning before the Giants no. and Eagles? No. Well, Sydney, to be fair, we, we, we view New York
1: sports fans like we view the Biden administration. We don't have the <laughs> utmost uh, trust in you guys these I,
0: I days. Got, but, I, so you, know. Know, you know what's funny is I'm very, very close with my boss, John Katsimatidis. He's like my second dad. And his beautiful wife, Margot is like my mom. And they were in Pennsylvania a couple of days. To go to meet with the Governor Shapiro, I know you don't like him. And I actually had Doug Mastriano on this show when he ran against him. Yep. But local politics, between Wolf a couple of years ago and local politics in Pennsylvania, you've had your issues the last couple of years, yes? Mm-hmm.
1: You know, no doubt about it. And, you know, we talk about it all the time. We've been doing the GOP post-mortem stuff for three months, Sid, whether it's the messaging, the candidates. I mean, the reality is, and we can sit here and mock John Fetterman, and trust me, we do mock him on this show. <laughs> uh, but the fact is, Oz lost to the guy that we are mocking and he lost decisively and that's just on the Senate side of things much less when you get to the gubernatorial standpoint and we've been talking about you know women's rights and things like that this morning we've got the great Don Stenzlin here oh, and sure. Mast- Mastriano butchered that as well I mean yeah, he wasn't willing he to did. budge on a yeah, lot of things yeah.
0: but how do you guys like I'm always asked in New York was so blue here obviously blue city blue state but there's so many people that if I get one of every four listeners, guys, I'm still guaranteed millions of listeners. So I'm doing great. (laughs) I'm number one in New York. You guys are kind of in the same boat. You guys are, like me, Republicans and GOP guys Mm -hmm. in a very, very blue city and state. But I guess, like me, you got so many people there that you still do well,
1: yes? Yeah, no, we still do very well. We're putting up big record numbers here in the first four months of this show. And it's interesting because, to to your point, you know, a majority of people that listen are conservatives. Yet we've got people, whether, you know, in the city or on the outskirts of the suburbs, that are liberal that still listen. You know, and they they listen because, you know, the reality is they want the facts and the truth. They'll just never
0: admit it. But secondly, they love to get outraged by what we have to say. So (laughs) so it works pretty well. That's right. That's right. Hey, guys, say hello to Andrew Giuliani. You know, his father, of course, the great Woody Giuliani. He's sitting with me this morning. Say hello.
1: Andrew. Andrew how you doing Pat? guys What's
0: good up? morning how are you guys doing we're doing, doing great well. so, loving it
1: here so Andrew do you, do you like the Giants plus seven and a half that's I, the most important I am thing I
2: taking the points big time Whoa. I am I am feeling good about the way the New York football Giants are playing I mean you mentioned Fetterman before yeah. and the thing that I'm concerned about for you guys is Jalen Hurts going to be looking like the John Fetterman <laughs> no. of football no. out there. I is he that. actually healthy? Because I'll tell you what, if he's healthy, then yes, it's Eagles going to win this football game. But if he's not 100%, the Giants are playing actually pretty decent football right now, and we've seen how Hertz is, uh affects the rest of the Philly offense in such a positive way and how when he's not healthy, uh, things just look very yeah. different on the <laughs> offensive side of the ball. What's he look like going into this football game?
1: He doesn't look great. I mean, he, it's, this is not the Jalen Hurts MVP that we saw six weeks ago, right. and that's kind of a scary thing. Now, the weather should be relatively good enough, so I don't think he's going to have to wear a hooded sweatshirt like John Fetterman, <laughs> which means he won't probably look and play like John Fetterman, <laughs> yeah. which is a good thing. Uh, I, I'm with you. I love the Giants getting seven and a half points. I said that wow. yesterday on the show. I said that yesterday on Twitter last night. What are you, uh, nuts? I still think the, still think the <laughs> Eagles are going to win the game. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. And, Sid, you, you watch this closer than I do. What dabo has been able to do with Daniel Jones is nothing short of a miracle. I'm not. I'm not saying he's Josh Allen 2.0. Yeah. But they've all of a sudden they've made him a functional, competent quarterback, and he's confident. I think this is a three or a four point game.
0: And yeah, what's he's- funny about what you just said is they are making those favorable comparisons to Josh Allen right. about about uh, Daniel Jones. And look, you know, we had a guy here who was a GM for the Giants. His name was Gettleman. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody hated his guts. He went through cancer. They didn't care. Get him out of here. He sucks. I hope he feels better, but get him out. (laughs) And and he made sure the Giants took Daniel Jones at number 17. And for years, people said, What was he nuts? And maybe he saw something then, right? I mean, yeah. only a made sure he traded for Eli Manning, and Manning won two Super Bowls. So maybe Gettleman, at the end of the day, knew what he was getting. It took a little while to, to happen, to mature. But Daniel Jones is a very good athletic quarterback at Duke, and maybe he is going to be that guy for years to come. And I've got confidence in Daniel Jones now, guys, that i never had before. And I truly believe, whether Hurts is healthy or not, Daniel Jones and this giant defense will keep him in this game regardless. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree.
1: I think this is a 26-20 type game. I think it's. I mean, let's face it, Sid. This is a divisional game, third time around. The Eagles handled them the first time. They uh, struggled the second time around, but still won by what, 12 or 13 points. Yes, uh, it's hard to beat a team three times in one season. You know that, Sid, yeah. from your sports days.
0: Well, let's speak about the uh, this. You know, the Yankees and Red Sox have this great rivalry, right? But you have to understand, we don't care here. Like they, like all Boston cares about is beating the Yankees. We don't care here because the Yankees beat them every time. Right? Where is this this jealousy? This really in your face jealousy? That uh, raises, whether I'm having a, a, a cheesesteak at Patsy's or I'm going to, a, you know, I'm going to Broad Street for dinner. Where is just jealousy? I understand you're not going to be New York. You're kind of like our redheaded, etc. But where oh, does it come from? what does It It comes
1: from the disrespect <laughs> that the national media uh-huh. treats right. Philadelphia like, well, a, well, 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 like a
0: mid-mark. The media, wait a second. Was it the media who was applauding when Michael Irvin laid motionless on the turf? Was it the media that cursed <laughs> out Santa Claus? Was it Media oh, no. that boom Boo. Mike Schmidt a century. Ago.
1: Oh, still still <laughs> it still happened <laughs> in It
0: right? hus- still happened, right, yeah, yeah. You No, say... my
1: husband calls it the the Brady Bunch effect. Yeah. That it's it's like New York is like Marsha Brady, and the Philadelphia is that's like fun. Jan it's in good. the middle because you got DC. Yep. So it's Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: that's funny. Yep. Yeah. Middle child true. syndrome. Uh, that, I like that. Your husband's right. On a, on a serious uh, note, though. You guys are great, and some of the nicest and most talented folks I've ever met, I just mentioned Harry, of course, but some of the right. nicest, and, and Eskin for years, nicest and most talented folks I've ever met and worked with are out of the city of Philadelphia. And the one thing you guys do do, and I love that about you, is you love your teams. Eagles, Phillies, Flyers, I'm not sure about the 76ers, but, <laughs> but you love your teams, and I love that. You know, i got to tell you guys, coming out of New York and moving down to Miami and going to games – Where the Dauphin game, you'd have more opposing jerseys in the stadium than Dauphin jerseys. Mm -hmm. Or until they got James, Wade, and Bosch. It's a different world. Right. So whether it's Chicago, New York, Philly, you start to realize how special all of our cities are and the fans are when you go someplace else. Yeah. Sid, you
1: mentioned the Flyers, which is a great segue. Let me just get in. We appreciate the compliment, obviously. We love that because we don't get enough of them, and we deserve more, to be honest. (laughs) What is your take on, on the Flyers with Proverob? Obviously, a story that started out with sports blends in the social and political atmospheres as well. And Tortorella, who's our coach here in Philly, yeah, you're him. certainly <laughs> aware of with the Rangers <laughs> in New York.
0: Yeah, we know him. I mean, for folks that don't know the whole story, because, again, guys, don't forget, we do 80% politics, not sports. Yeah. I know the story, but for the listeners out there, he's your player. Flyers are playing good hockey, You He wouldn't By put the, the pride tape on yeah, his stick, right? He, put the, he, didn't want to put, he didn't want to put the pride, pride tape on. Right. And uh, he said, listen, I'm not against homosexuality, but I don't want to do it. I'm going to say this, guys. I say this all the time. I don't like the way the country is going, not because we care about certain groups, when they start to shove it down our throats. Mm -hmm. Pride Day is one thing. Pride Month is perverse. Don't tell me I got to wear something on my jersey. So, for what it's worth, I agree with him. He didn't say I hate homosexuals. He said, I don't want to wear it. This is America. What's wrong with that? Yeah, I agree. And you
1: got people on the NHL Network saying, "Well, why don't you go back to Russia and oh, fight the, the
0: war?" Who ridiculous. Who said that?
1: Milbury, one of those morons who was yeah, it, I think it was <laughs> Braddock or whoever. I don't have to do it anymore. Yeah. So you only do so you do twenty percent sports on your
0: show. No, I would say we do seventy percent national and local politics, yeah, and the other thirty percent pop culture, entertainment, sports, right. music. There's not a day that goes by we're not going to talk about the Giants or the Mets or the Yankees mm-hmm. or so, but it's a very it's a small portion of the show. Yes.
1: Yeah, yes. I do. I do one percent sports and Twitter before they lose their
0: minds. <laughs> they call me a loser. I mean, they we, get it, mad. We're trying to concentrate, guys, on getting Donald Trump back to the White House yes. than than a parade for the Mets next there, year. There there you go. Saying, <laughs> we like the first part.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and by the way, Sid, not to not to blow
1: smoke up your keister, but you know you deserve credit for this because I think a lot of people because I'm one of the latest guys. To go from sports radio to news and political talk radio, awesome. Um, you know, everybody wants to cl- credit Clay Travis, and Clay's done his thing. But uh, you did this well. Clay be- you did this well before yeah, Clay, Clay Travis
0: did. could blow me. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> Keith Olbermann <laughs> did the same thing, but yeah. you know, Clay Travis—he's done great. Outkick is great. He's on Fox News all the time. But let let Clay Travis come to New York and host the number one morning show. Then we'll talk. Exactly okay. Right. So. but I like. I, listen, I, I like the fact. Here's what it comes out, the guys. Okay, we all love our sports. We love our teams. I've got two kids. Andrew's got a baby girl. I'm sure you guys have kids. At the end of the day, while you love your sports teams, I'm nervous. About my country. I've got kids. I'm going to have grandkids. The direction of my country is yep. more important than a ranger loss to the Bruins last night. That's so right. as I'm getting older, and I guess more mature, I don't know, I found that I start to care about things that are actually really important above and beyond the Bills and the Bengals. That's why I did it. Why did you guys do it?
1: Yeah. I, I did it because I, you know, one of the main things was... That I was falling in love with opinions and having stronger opinions on news, politics, and the issues of the day. Right, I'm 39 now. My my daughters are nine years old almost, yeah. and I was getting more passionate about this so than you, breaking down yeah. Jalen Hurts for four there hours. You go. Yep. And anytime sports blends over to politics and sports, I couldn't give my true opinion. Yeah, and look, I'd get it canceled. You guys are dealing with
2: the same thing. We're dealing with Manhattan in terms of a DA that just. Won't yeah. lock yeah. up bad guys at all. Yeah. I mean, we're we're not talking about very low level offenders. We're talking about violent crimes. It yep. just it's this continuous effect where this. It's for New York. It's the same thirteen hundred people that are committing crime and crime after crime after crime. If you focus on those, you get them off the street. Crime goes down in New York thirty, thirty five,
0: forty
1: percent. Same thing in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Well, right. hey, it was a pleasure chatting with you, Sydney. Hey, we're going to do too, this more often, uh,
0: Yeah, we should. We should. So, when the Mets play the Phillies in the NLCS, yes. And <laughs> yes. I guess that's, we'll that's an excellent Yankees Philly World Series. Hey, you guys are great, seriously. And uh, uh, have fun. Good luck this weekend. And let's do this more often. Absolutely, Nick, the whole crew. You guys are terrific. God bless you. God bless Philadelphia. God bless America. We're gonna kick your ass and talk to you next
1: week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do, I want you, I make, you make a couple of bucks here. Grab the Giants with seven and a half, but take the Eagles on the money line.
0: I like that. What, what are the Eagles on the money line this morning anyway? Like one sixty? Probably,
1: it's probably minus. Yeah, probably that close to two
0: hundred. Giving up a I'm, whole lot right there. Now, I, what about the uh, what about the number over or under?
1: What do you think? I don't, I don't like the totals. I don't either. But Stand I do like away.
0: the over, by the way, in the other three games. All three take the over. There KC, go. Jacksonville, Dallas, San Francisco, Bills and Bengals go over at all three, okay? Smart man. And if there I'm right, is. you congratulate me. If not, lose the number, okay? Exactly. <laughs> and I'm going to follow you on Twitter. <laughs> all right, right guys. Go. Thank you. See you, buddy. Oh, that Thanks, was guys. great. These guys are great. They're awesome. Aren't they great? I mean, they're that smart well. and they like sports. and Yeah.
2: God. They're great until kickoff on Saturday. It's Dr. Jekyll. Effect. Yeah, you're That's
0: right. It. I've been hearing a lot about Lang Insurance. They sell luxury home insurance to high net worth individuals in all 50 states. Call Kevin Lang at Lang Insurance. Call 866 964 4434. He's an expert in reviewing your current coverage to save money, leaving you with your current insurance company or moving you to a less expensive one. Clients rave about his skills. You call, they quote, you save. That's 866 866- 964 or just visit langins.com